Hello, and welcome to Walk It Off, a podcast that will help you walk off the tough days in life, tackling the topics of love, marriage, parenting, personal development, and probably some completely random topics, since that's who we are. Hey guys, just wanted to interrupt our regularly scheduled program to do a quick plug for Anchor by Spotify. If you're thinking about starting a new podcast, which you should, the Anchor app makes it super easy. We love it because you can record right into the app from your phone or computer. You can edit, add music, and publish right from your phone if you want. They even distribute it for you to platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google, CastBox, and several others. Check it out and let us know if you do. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to episode two of Walk It Off with Candy and Ryan. I'm Ryan, here with my wife, Candy. Hello. And we're going to do episode two today. So we just wanted to do a little bit more of an introduction uh, of ourselves, what's kind of our story, how we met, and how things got started in rolling. And the, the title of the episode is uh, Pink Stickers and Humble Beginnings. So I'll let, I'll let Candy start it off with... A bit of our, our story on how we, we met and everything. Well, we met at a garage sale, hence the pink stickers. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, there was a young American girl, went to a garage sale, and found a found a husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I was real cheap. <laughs> um, but truth be told, we, we had known each other a really long time because... Um, he was my cousin's best friend uh, growing up. And so we saw each other at um, family functions, things like that. But truth be told, I didn't really like him very much. thought he was kind of a sissy. And he never gave me the time of day. So um, we we kind of <laughs> just started talking. And, you know, one thing led to another. We... Uh, we're hanging out for two different weekends at this garage sale, had some bonfires after minion beer was had mm-hmm. and just kind of started out. Our first date was tragically ridiculous, but I guess for very, me, very, very rememberable <laughs> for me <laughs> at least. So my, my shout out to my friend, Christina, love her and um, kind of, I don't want to say used her, but sort of to get to Ryan. So she was recently broken up and we were hanging out and I was like, Hey, you know, I've got this cousin. Maybe you want to go, you know, double date or something sometime. So I got this idea and I got, got a hold of her, got everything set up, um, got a hold of my cousin. And he's like, yeah, sure. Sounds great. Um, so her and I show up at Applebee's for our first date. Yeah. And uh, they're on either side of this booth. So we had decisions to make. Do I sit by my cousin like a weirdo or do I sit by Ryan? And uh, so obviously I picked to sit by Ryan. And uh, so we ate, you know, had our Applebee's. I, I hear that that's where people go to break up, not begin. But, you know, <laughs> we we, uh, we started there and uh then we went bowling because, well, we live in Wyoming and there just wasn't a whole heck of a lot else to do. And I was a huge bowling nerd at the time. Like I went to bowling camp in the summers 
bowling nerd. nerd. I don't know what I saw in him. I, I should have turned and run right then. Be like, mm, nope, can't. But uh, so we went bowling and I am not a bowling nerd. I am far from one. I am also very bad at bowling. Uh, my high score is like 86. And uh, <clears throat> so here I am, you know, Mr. Captain Bowler. And <laughs> I... <laughs> Salute. <laughs> I, uh, of course, you know, getting a little nervous being, I was 21 years old at the time and got uh, a little tipsy, I would say just a little, got a little sleepy, got a little tipsy and, uh, shot my bowling ball clear over into the next lane. And this is when I knew that Ryan was my hero because <laughs> he tippy toed out along the edge of the gutter to go rescue my ball and was just very low key about it. Didn't make a big deal out of it. Didn't really make fun of me for it until later. Um, <laughs> and so uh, the, the night ended with me, taking a little nappy underneath the paper towel rack in the bathroom. But um, it just sort of, we, you know, hung out a lot after that and, um, you know, had little fights and everything, just like any normal couple mm -hmm. would. Happens. Um, yeah. There's one of our, our fights that uh, the pastor that married us ended up putting in our, our vows and everything. Uh, about knowing what makes your wife tick and what makes her ticked. <laughs> and uh, I had, uh, I was working with a guy at the time and uh, I'd got a, an AK 47 from him that he said was broken and he'd just sell it to me for basically parts of 25 bucks. So I, I got it and then I went over to a friend's house and got to just literally Googling schematics on an AK 47 to try to find what was missing. Cause it sort of worked, but not really the way it's supposed to. So we just started looking for stuff, me and my buddy Levi, and we found the parts I needed. I ordered them and then going back there, getting this gun all set up. And I was being a very bad boyfriend at the time and neglecting my, my wonderful girlfriend so that I could go <laughs> take, keep in mind. I was also very young and very insecure so not knowing where he was or what he was doing was a huge problem for me at the time. Now I'd be like, cool. Bye. <laughs> alone time. Yeah. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> go, go. Yeah. Leave yeah. me alone. Have fun. Take your time. Yeah. Don't come back. <laughs> Take two guns with you. They're small. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was, it was a good learning experience on, on communication and whatnot. Cause I, I hadn't thought much about it. And so, I, I learned a lot about both my future wife and an AK-47 all in the same scenario. <laughs> Some of the toughest lessons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Best lessons learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. I still I still have both wife and well girlfriend into wife and and still have the gun. <laughs> so, like a bad penny, you can't get rid of me that easy. Mm -hmm. True, true fact. <laughs> Um, one of the things with our relationship is I was a minus the too many Bud Lights and throwing bowling balls into the wrong place. I had always been raised in the church and, uh, it was important for me 
even though I wasn't necessarily on the path that I should have been on at that time. Um, not that having a couple beers is a bad thing, but there were a lot of other things that I was not doing well, as far as, you know, my Christian walk was concerned. And, um, so one of the things was, you know, I really wanted Ryan to go to church with me and he was not a church going person had been kind of under the same impression or the impression of a lot of people that, you know, it kind of that judgmental religious type mm -hmm. church, which a lot of people come from or have had some experience with. Um, I know I have people in my life that have, you know, just assumed that I wasn't Christian and that I was going to hell basically um, without really knowing <clears throat> anything about me um, or where I had come from or anything like that. So um, I just really wanted him to, to be part of that and be willing to do um, really to accept God into his life before we really went any farther in our relationship. And um, so he, was willing, willing to go to church with me. And mm -hmm. that kind of um, pushed us into a deeper part of our relationship too. I think just um, him being willing to try it. And I mean, there was never any pressure like, okay, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your savior or we will not be married we're done. Um, or we're done. Um, but having that openness in our relationship and, being being willing and that's how our marriage how our relationship has always been hence why we're doing a podcast because i have grand ideas and the best ones i have the best ideas <laughs> as we mentioned in last episode best ideas second best place is the shower so take showers have great ideas mm -hmm. at least i'm clean <laughs> so um Anyways, we we're always willing to try new things out with each other. Like I had never shot guns before Ryan and I were together. Never had crab before we were together. There's just so many things that we've done as a couple that we never had never done before. And some of those things were um, things that the other one did do. Um, so we started going to church. We um, were dating pretty heavily. Um, hot and heavily. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh, we, we got together officially in October of 2007. It all started September ish of 2007. And then, um, October we became official, which mm -hmm. I kind of thought that we were official prior to that, but Ryan had it to be will you be my girlfriend? Yeah, so yeah, I, had I, to, like, I had to make uh, it officially ask. Well, I kind of thought I was, but sure. Sounds good. So we, uh, we were dating, went through, <clears throat> he gave me a box at Christmas time, which I thought was a ring, which it was a ring. And then I was staring at him and about had a heart attack. So I was like, okay, you know, I really like you, but I don't know that I'm ready for a ring yet. Mm. But it was just like. More of a, a promise ring. Sort of, yeah. Promise, promise slash just a ring. <laughs> ring. <laughs> and uh, so then we, you know, carried on. And then May of mm -hmm. that next year, he actually asked the question, which is a very interesting 
fun story to tell mm-hmm. also. So we went to a little town uh, west of where we live called Centennial. And they have a really cool old, uh, old hotel restaurant um, called the Old Corral. And so we had got a room there. And we had this nice just, you know, night away. And um, they had a prime rib special for dinner. And it was it was just really great and great experience. And I was going to do the whole classic movie thing where, you know, I either have the waiter or waitress, you know, put it in her drink or bring it out with this or ask during the thing. But I couldn't. I uh, just really enjoyed my food. And then I spent the rest of the time trying not to. Uh, get sick with all the nerves I had. So I chickened out at dinner and dessert and everything. And we ended up going back to our room and I, I had to go to the bathroom and splash some water on my face and take about a million deep breaths. So I didn't just up check my dinner right there. And then uh, I just opened the bathroom door and I was like, I got to do it now or I'm not going to, I'm going to chicken out. <laughs> so literally standing in the bathroom at the the threshold uh, I just said, Candy, can you come here, please? And not mind you, I was a CNA at the time, certified nurse's assistant. So <laughs> I assumed that my assistance was needed. And so here I'm sitting on the bed watching true crimes, forensic files, one uh, of those. Forensic files, I think it was. One of those classic. That's what we like to watch when we are by ourselves even today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk around the corner and here's Ryan on one knee with this ring out, basically in the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, so I asked her, if she'll marry me. And she just grabs me this big hug and kind of uh, pulls my, my head into her stomach and just, you know, give me this big hug. And after a minute or so, <laughs> like she didn't say anything. <laughs> and so I just kind of like gently push her back and look up and I'm like, well, <laughs> And I had it all played out in my head that if she had said no, I was just going to get up and leave. Like, I'm done. I, I'm going to drive the car back to, to town and I'm done. And you can spend the night here and we'll see you later. So, but she did say yes. And then it was a, it was a great evening. We had some champagne on reserve, even just for before she knew I was going to actually ask her. So we had champagne and we enjoyed our, our first night uh, together as an engaged couple watching Forensic Files and drinking champagne. <laughs> Many a good night was have with, mm-hmm. had with Forensic Files and champagne, I'll tell you. Um, then, you know, here comes the planning. You know, I'm not one that messes around with much. And so we started the whole planning process getting you know letting the family know my grandpa i called him to tell him that i was getting married and he told me to take a cold shower (laughs) (laughs) i was like well you're probably right but um we we were married in september of that same year so not we hadn't even been together a full year when we got married which you know that doesn't work for everyone. I'm not condoning short engagements or relationships, but I think that when you know, you know, and we're, we're pushing on 13 years in two weeks, less than two weeks. Yeah. (laughs) You got that, got that Mm -hmm. uh, anniversary plan there, chief. Yeah. (laughs) Lucky, lucky number 13. 
So, and in those years, we've had our ups and we've had our downs. We have, um, we've talked about before two, two beautiful little, little kids. And, um, I'm now a nurse and, um, Ryan's been different, different jobs, got his, um, certification in HVAC and, you know, we've just been plugging along, started a welding business, Mm -hmm. now started a podcast. Yeah. She's always busy doing something. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess a little bit more background on, on the welding business. Uh, that's what I went to college for, um, in, in Casper, um, went for welding machining and, uh, took a class on power plant maintenance. Um, so, you know, big, uh, coal fired power plants, natural gas, uh, I guess you could do nuclear in there. Um, but we didn't really do much on the nuclear side of stuff, but, you know, just aligning, um, pumps and electric motors and, doing that kind of millwright type of work, uh, which I do really, really enjoy. Um, and yeah, uh, for years just did stuff kind of on the side for people welding here and there. And then I was asked to bid on a job, uh, but they would need it to be an official company. So we took, <clears throat> uh, like a hundred bucks or whatever it was to set up an LLC and the, the rest is kind of history. So had some, some fun jobs working, uh, doing stuff for the city and, uh, some cash carts for another company called the Wyoming Downs and little stuff in between for, um, jacks on trailers and, uh, plasma cut signs, all sorts of fun stuff. So I went, I, well, when we got married, I was going to be a teacher and mm. cause I had been a CNA for six ish years and um, if you've ever been in healthcare, especially work in nursing homes, doctors' offices, that can get really trying really quickly. Um, and that was obviously pre twenty twenty. But we, I went and tried. Uh, I was a para at a high school um, here in town, and learned real quick that I do not have the stamina or patience to work with children. Um, I we are always very nice and kind to our kids teachers because I, it's something that I know full well that I could not tolerate day after day. So, um, I had, I had already started back to school, started working towards that teaching degree and, um, pivoted not too long after we got married, um, really missed nursing, really missed the patients. And, um, the thing about nursing is most of the time people want you there. Whereas in, uh, teaching a lot of those kids, they have to be there. They don't necessarily want to be there. Uh, most of the time they don't. And so I wanted to go back to where someplace I, or to, to a place that I felt that I was wanted and needed. And, uh, so I, started back with my prerequisites for nursing school and then was able to get accepted into nursing school in 2009. 10. 10. Well, I got accepted in 2009. Okay. Started in 2010 and um, graduated with my RN in 2012. Um, Driving back and forth to uh, Cheyenne about a mile or an hour 
from here, um, had made, made some amazing friends along the way. Uh, and then graduated. Well, while I was going to school, I was working 16 hour shifts on the weekends, just trying to, um, you know, pay our bills, do all the things, uh, really just a rough time. Um, but driving, driving every day back and forth and then um, was able to start working in home health as an LPN halfway through. Um, so I was able to decrease those that time down uh, that I needed to work because I was making a lot more money just doing um, doing LPN work for the home, for home health on the weekends and evenings and things like that. Um, and then just this last year, I got my bachelor's in nursing. And um, so just kind of moving, moving along. Um, I've always, I've always said I hate school, but then I get out of school and then I want to go back to school. <laughs> There's not much time in my life that I've been out of school at this point, because I kind of took my time. Uh, wasn't sure what I wanted to be when I grew up, still not too sure what I want to be when I grow up, but um, went to uh, I was going to be an interior designer at one point, uh, took some classes on that, which wasn't a bad thing necessarily, but I feel like you're always learning something, always uh, moving. Just, I think as long as you're aiming at something and moving forward, you're, you're going to get somewhere. Um, it's when all you can do is worry about being specific on what you're going to pick or what you're going to do that you can't, you can't pick and you, it, it's okay to not know. And I think that's one thing that we really need to, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail slash uh, soapbox, but telling kids that they have to know what they have to do when they graduate high school is just ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. There's no way, because even right now I'm in my thirties and I still don't know if the, if nursing is what I want to do for the rest of my life, it's definitely something that's going to be a part of me and a part of my life for the rest of my life. But it doesn't mean that that that's the end all be all. It's never too late to start something different, something new. Um, I had people in my nursing class that were in their 60s mm -hmm. and they had done a lot of other things in their lives and then realized that um, that they wanted to do nursing. Um, now they're probably regretting that choice. <laughs> um, maybe they're retired by now. I don't know. But uh, spending spending that time thinking about what you want to do is great. But there's a comes a point where you have to do some action. Um, those steps forward. Same with relationships, life, everything. Mm -hmm. It's that forward movement. You. you it starts that momentum, starts that action uh, that can uh, really get you to where you want to be in your life. And it just starts with that first step um, for our relationship, that first step of being like, hey, you know, I know that you're my cousin's friend and you're probably scared of me because my entire family threatened to break your legs uh, if you hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> which is not intimidating at all because mm -hmm. they're not all very big, scary people. <laughs> but um, that's why he hurried up and married me because he figured, you know, yeah. safer that way. <laughs> it's true. 
but uh, making that movement, making that effort to get somewhere. I mean, everything is just so easy and you don't, you don't have to have conversations with people anymore and you don't, um, you have to take those steps, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, not just expect life to come to you, just sitting there waiting for, you know, Prince Charming. This isn't life isn't a Disney movie. Um, and say your career, your life, putting in the work, putting in the action. You're, you're not going to build the, any relationships or, you know, a wonderful marriage or any type of friendship if you're just sitting at home on the couch that's great sometimes but if you want to build those relationships you gotta put yourself out there and you know yeah sometimes you get hurt but hopefully you know we all we all can find our our candy and <laughs> be be happy but you have to you have to risk it to get the biscuit <laughs> Well, and I, I like to, my work is over by the cemetery kind of. And so when I go for walks during the day to, you know, walk it off, uh, I will look at those headstones and think to myself, those people thought they had time. I guarantee you there's not one person that was like, man, I had so much time. I just, I didn't know what to do with all my time. And <clears throat> so spending spending every day going forward, going towards things. Um, and you know, not every day is going to be that for me. Um, cheated on my lunch, just really had a slippery day today. Didn't want to, you know, I wanted to come home and have a beer, wanted to just eat whatever I wanted to today, slept in, didn't work out. So tomorrow I've got another day. I'm going to start a new day tomorrow. Um, so I don't know. That's just a little bit about us. A little bit of rambling. Mm -hmm. I think we're probably going to have a little bit of rabbit trails on all of these uh, as and as we get better and um, really get a flow. I hope you guys will stick with us. I hope you'll share with your friends if you enjoyed this um, podcast today. Uh, we're on Spotify to start and then usually um gets pushed to other platforms uh, later in the week, mm -hmm. but this will drop on Monday uh, morning. So hopefully you'll listen to us first thing and uh, give us a like and a comment. Thank you for listening to walk it off podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share it with your friends. We're open to feedback and you can reach us at the walk it off show at gmail.com. And on Instagram at the Walk It Off Show. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you gotta do to overcome the challenges every day. Have a wonderful week.